So today's topic is about how we can create heaven on earth. What does it take to create this? What does it look like? How would things look in that kind of paradigm versus the paradigm that we are seeing fall apart right now? Uh, This is a beautiful, beautiful time to start to contemplate this for each and every one of us to really start grounding that vision in while old paradigms are falling away. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence, for spending your quality time and energy here with me on today's show. Before we get started, I would like to invite you over to my social media accounts. You can find me over on Instagram at CodySmith.SovereignSolutions, spelled just like this podcast, and you can also find the links to these down in the show notes below, or you can follow me on Facebook as well at Cody Ann Smith. Again, the link is down below. This will give you guys more opportunities to ask me questions and leave suggestions for the show. Now, today's episode is one that was really in high demand, and it took me a long time on how I wanted to present it because I didn't want to just dive into this really big topic without first taking plenty of time to contemplate it and to kind of let it come to me because I... I'm one of those people who really believe in not forcing things and just letting things flow. And I believe that a lot of our success comes from that. So that's just how I've done things for a while. And I've seen great success with that. So I invite you to try it as well. So today's topic is about how we can create heaven on earth. What does it take to create this? What does it look like? How would things look in that kind of paradigm versus the paradigm that we are seeing fall apart right now? Uh, This is a beautiful, beautiful time to start to contemplate this for each and every one of us to really ground in that vision because this is prime time. This is fertile time to start grounding that vision in while old paradigms are falling away because right now we have two options. We have two paths. Actually, we have many, but two of the main paths are, are we going to descend and go back into a non-organic way of life? Or are we going to ascend and create something that's more thriving for our communities and for society and the world at large? That's what creating heaven on earth is about. It's about thriving instead of just getting by. The old system that we had was very much based on just kind of just surviving. Barely. You know, a lot of people were just really just on the grind. They were waking up early, early in the morning, going to work all day long, usually before the sun would come up, and then getting off when the sun was going down. And they're getting burnt out because we can no longer sustain our old way of life because we are not machines. And our, our current system that we see falling apart right now was highly built around the mechanics of life. And so a lot of us have missed this 
sense of higher purpose, this sense of having a purpose. And it feels like Groundhog's Day for a lot of people because they wake up and they do the same thing and they don't have much to look forward to. Maybe here and there they'll get like a boat or something fun to play with, but then they just go back to that sense of emptiness and sense of that there's got to be something more in my life. But the beautiful thing about creating heaven on earth is that we are giving each and every person an opportunity to feel alive and to tap into meaning beyond just what today brings or just doing the same thing over and over again. And sometimes crisis happens so that we're able to get ourselves off of that hamster wheel. Just the other day, I was listening to one of my favorite people, Katarina, talk about how people that have lost their jobs and stuff, this might have been the very push that they needed so that they could build their online business or so that they could be self-sustainable. Or maybe they hated their job that they were in, but they didn't have the courage to leave it. And then the universe gave them exactly what they needed, even though it seems like a crisis. By now, you're probably wondering why I'm talking about this and how this has anything to do with heaven on earth. And I'm glad that you're still around because heaven on earth is created only when we get to embrace our higher purpose. Without having a higher purpose, we don't have heaven on earth. And without having shadows that we have to work through and dealing with things that don't feel very good, we won't have heaven on earth either because we'll stay stuck where we are. Our shadows are like the raw material that help us to transcend and ascend our current state, our current reality. It's kind of like the catalyst that gets us to take action. Now, where the problem comes in is that when these shadows and these uncomfortable things happen and we stay stuck in those, that's when we don't grow. And that's where the world has been for such a long time. And so When we're in that state, what happens? We have power struggles. We feel so powerless inside that we start seeking it outside, and that creates a hierarchy. And that oppresses everybody that's below on that hierarchy. So heaven on earth is about transcending hierarchy and moving into synarchy. But how do we do that? It starts at the individual scale. And then it moves to a communal scale. And then from there, it moves to a more global scale. And I'm going to get into this and talk to you guys about how this happens. But first, I want to let you guys know that I am kind of referring to Richard Rudd's video on the five necessities that we need for peace on earth. And you're more than welcome to check that video out as well, because he's probably going to say this in a completely different way than I am. And having multiple perceptions always gives you an opportunity to form your own ideas. All right, so creating heaven on earth, what does it take? It takes us to start with the four things that we need the most to survive, right? And those four things are food. We need shelter, water, and then we need connection or community. Now, of course, we have all of these things right now, but the only ingredient that is missing from 
these four necessities is the higher purpose that goes into these. So right now we're looking, when we look at food, we're looking at, okay, food is just here to feed people and then community or connection really isn't really there so much. It's more about competition and trying to get ahead of people and above others. And then when we look at water, we only use water for the very most primal way that we could, which is to clean and to use it for drinking. And then with shelter, we have shelter to protect us from the weather and for our comfort and that kind of thing. But with a higher purpose, it takes on a whole new meaning. But first, what is a higher purpose? Before we can figure out how we put higher purpose into these necessities that we need, we have to first know what a higher purpose is. So my definition that I came up with is that a higher purpose concerns bringing out the best within each other and within the world. And it's about sharing. And it comes from a heart-centered space instead of an ego-driven place. And just that little switch of a button can change everything. Because our food system no longer is just to feed people, right? It's to nourish our bodies. We build or we grow food with passion, with a sense of sharing with one another. And every time that we give to somebody else, we give to ourselves. So it makes us feel fulfilled. Our food becomes our fuel at that point. We're no longer just being very superficial with our food where, okay, you eat because you have to, and then that's that. No, food can be very sacred. And in order to create that dynamic of heaven on earth through this one necessity, we have to treat it like a sacred thing. And the more that people grow organic food and share that with each other, through our communities, then it takes on a higher purpose. It also shows people how to be part of a synarchy, right? And then when we look at our shelter, our houses, yes, it can still protect us, right? That's great. That's beautiful. And I love air air conditioning. Don't get me wrong. I love to feel comfortable in my house. But our shelter can be more of a place where We invite people. We share. We share our home with people. And Richard calls this hosting. So being a good host is somebody who can invite people in to create something beautiful like connections and giving to one another. You know, we kind of already do this, but we do it very rarely, maybe a couple times a year when it's time to meet up for Christmas or Thanksgiving, we open our doors to our house and we invite people in and we, we become the host and we share. But what if that was more common than not? What if instead of doing it only two times a year, we instead made this a way of life? That would be the higher purpose behind our houses and our shelter is that We create something out of love that can assist other people. 
not giving our stuff away. I don't want to confuse that with like sacrifice because sometimes when we think of self selflessness, we think of sacrifice and giving away all of our stuff. That's totally different. We're giving to others because our cups are already so full. We're giving them the overflow. And as a host of our houses and our shelters, we then can give to other people because we feel full, right? All right, the next one he has on there is water. Water. Water is about drinking. Yes, it's great. We need water to hydrate our bodies. It's such a beautiful thing. And what would we do if we couldn't keep ourselves clean and to wipe down our counters and to clean our stuff? Water is great for that purpose. But water has intelligence. And water can bring people together. What if we started using our water and we blessed that water or we charged it in the sun and we shared that with each other? What if we found new ways to sanitize our water so it's not full of toxicity? Because we loved and blessed our water. We knew that our water was a sacred thing and we treated it as though. And not only the water that we use, but the water of the earth. A higher purpose when it comes to water can go really deep. Water is healing, right? Water can become a healing tool. When we can truly see the benefits that water has for us besides the basics of drinking with it or cleaning with it, then we open up whole new doors to a higher level of consciousness. And by giving it that higher purpose, by recognizing it for what it is, then we can transform the world, actually. I know that sounds a bit out there, but I really want to invite you to do some research on water. Water is powerful, and it holds vibration. I've heard of people using water for healing in ways that you wouldn't believe, like getting a glass of water and then putting labels on it with high vibrational words and then speaking those and setting really strong intentions and drinking that, and then it purifies the body. Imagine if we all came together for a ceremony with water that was able to purify those in our communities. Check out Dr. Emoto, I believe his name is. He did a water experiment as well. He labeled each one of the waters and he would say those words to him and they would create different crystals in that water. Beautiful crystals were formed from words that were higher frequency, like love and gratitude and connection and all those. But then the water that he labeled with negative words, that water, the crystals looked all messed up. They didn't look in coherence at all. And I've heard people do this experiment with plants. I've done this experiment with flowers. (laughs) But water is really powerful and it holds memory. Water has intelligence. And so when we give it that higher purpose, we then can get the highest benefit from it and use it as a means to create heaven on earth and peace on earth through invoking these higher frequencies through the healing that water can bring us. 
And then lastly, we have community. And I kind of touched on that already a little bit, but I want to go a little deeper into this. So remember at the beginning when I said we're moving from hierarchy to synarchy? Well, this is where the secret sauce to that lies. And at a higher frequency, community is about interdependence in synarchy. It means that we are still individuals and we are still sovereign. And yes, we still can rely on our communities, but we're doing it in a way that we're working together. The lower frequency of community is independence in hierarchy. And independence almost breeds a hierarchy because we feel like we are separate at that point. I'm independent. I don't need anybody's help. I can do this myself. Have you ever told yourself that before? I know I have. So independence and hierarchy are like two peas in a pod. But when, it, when community takes on a higher purpose, we no longer have that one guru or that one leader at the top that controls everything below, right? At a community level, we're working interdependently and we're creating that synarchy through this process. And the way that we can do that is by bringing our higher purpose into everything that we do. Our relationships with one another is the best way to form that higher level of community. Because our relationships teach us so much about ourselves. They mirror to us exactly what's going on within our consciousness. And then where we get lost, though, is by forgetting that that's what is happening. Instead, we think that somebody's attacking us or we want to blame other people for making us feel a certain way. But when we realize that our relationships are just a reflection of the relationship that we have with ourselves, then we can begin that healing process. And creating heaven on earth is about the healing process. So this naturally brings me into answering the question, well, what can we do? What can you do about this? What can all of us do about this? How can we create this dynamic? It sounds good in theory, but how, right? Well, I believe the way to do this is by answering our highest calling. Each one of us have a higher calling that's been trying to get our attention our whole entire lives. And sometimes we listen, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we suppress it for years and years and years. Like in my case, that's what I did until it manifested into a physical dis-ease that I had to heal. But we answer our highest calling. We start listening to our inner wisdom. Why does this work? Because we start shifting the frequency that we are emitting. We start to rearrange our perception of our world. Heaven on earth is a lifestyle. Because it exists already. Many different potentials exist right now. What we are experiencing here today is the one that we have manifested through our world view and through the way that we live and the way that we relate to each other. So 
answering our highest calling and listening to our inner wisdom, using our relationships as a mirror into opening our heart and healing, healing our heart, slowing down long enough to hear spirit so that we can answer that call. And then taking action on that guidance is the first step into creating heaven on earth. And then the second step, of course, I mean, these are generalized, you guys, like this isn't so just logical where we just like, okay, it looks like I'm done answering the call. Now I get to move on to step two. No, (laughs) that's not what I mean here. But what kind of comes naturally from answering the calling is that we start that process of deep inner healing, deep inner work, self-mastery is what this is called. And It relates to shadow work or karma or trauma. Whatever word we want to give it, it all means the same at the end of the day in one way or another. There are things that we have to work through that offer us a portal into our full potential. Now, how do we do that? Well, it takes us to be accountable because alchemy cannot happen without accountability. And in order for us to transcend this current worldview that we have, we've got to alchemize the things that are keeping us stuck at this low frequency. At a collective level, this is going to take some time, but don't let that discourage you because the more that we start to do this, the more that the frequency rises and the faster it happens because more and more people have access to the energy that you're emitting because it is infiltrating the planet. Your healing heals the world. Your healing creates heaven on earth. And self-mastery, it's emotional, it's physical, it's mental, and it's spiritual. We've got to learn how to work on our emotions. We've got to learn how to sit with our emotions Otherwise, healing cannot happen. And physically, we've got to learn how to eat what our body really needs, right? This goes back to food. We have to nourish our bodies, choosing organic, high vibrational foods to put inside of our bodies will help us in this self-mastery process. How do I know that? Because that's what healed me from all the dis-ease that I experienced after years and years and years of ignoring my calling. And I've seen other people transform their lives this way too. But of course it takes all of these. It's not just physical because I've also seen people on raw food diets doing all the detox for years and they're not getting better. So it takes all of this. And our thoughts are our mentality, our attitude towards life. We get to cultivate that. We get to master our energy too. Energy slash spirit. Mastering our energy, cultivating a strong sense of grounded, embodied energy of the vision that you carry within you. Not getting distracted nonstop, but bringing your attention back so that you can master your energy. By mastering your emotions, your physical body, your mental body, you naturally will start mastering your energy, but cultivating your energy is a tad bit different because it's a deliberate thing that you're doing. You are deliberately 
sending an intention through your system. But what this does is it gives way to sovereignty, you guys. And that's where we want to be, right? Because community is about interdependence, not independence, but interdependence. And sovereignty gives way to that. Soul sovereignty, I guess, because I guess at a lower frequency, sovereignty can look very independent, right? Or separate. But sovereignty is really about coming into your wholeness, coming into your freedom. Um, It gives you that ability to be free within, especially within your inner environment, Right, Because sovereignty is about not being shaken by every little thing that's happening in the external world. It's about being able to stay in your center, knowing who you are at such deep level, and being able to master yourself to that degree that we remain in our ability to self-regulate and to stay connected to our soul. That is key. Staying connected to our soul, to our soul's wisdom, to our purpose, and to be able to pull our attention away from things that are trying to siphon it, or to be able to decide how you want to perceive something instead of letting the emotional body take over and decide that for you. Sovereignty is the ultimate level of freedom. The opposite of sovereignty is oppression. And really, to me, what oppression is, at least in in this context, is the inability to self-regulate. And so we feel trapped, like we can't move forward when we feel oppressed. But in order to release that and step into our sovereignty, it takes self-mastery. But in order to master yourself, it takes you to answer your calling, to understand what spirit's trying to ask of you, right? And all in all, at the end of the day, what this comes down to is creating a synthesis within the world. Because remember, this starts out at the individual level. This starts out with me. It starts out with you. We are all like little tiny cells that make up the bigger organism called humanity. And so when we start at the individual level and then we start expanding that into our community, it eventually starts to become a global thing. So it's a bunch of individuals working within their communities with a higher purpose that creates multiple little communities that are working together for a higher purpose and from a higher purpose. And that creates a synthesis of coherence within the world. And it's based on interconnectedness, right? Knowing that, Our actions, the frequency that we hold, and our intentions have an effect on everybody else. And a higher purpose means that we are aware of that and that we master ourselves so that we can offer the world what we truly want to see in our hearts. That creates a synthesis. And it's funny because when I think about this, I think of like this this spider web and like this planet is like a spider web and each little place where the web interconnects is like another place where there's another community. And, And let's say that 
something hits that web, right? It sends a frequency throughout that whole system. Well, that's what, what happens when we deliberately send out the frequency that we want to see in the world, the vision that we want to see in the world, when we embody that and bring that into our daily lives. So how do we start answering our highest purpose and our highest calling? We do so through contemplation. Meditation works too, but I love contemplation because you can use it in, in your daily life. And if you're not familiar yet with how to begin your journey with contemplation, definitely check out my podcast episode. Um, it's all about contemplation. So you can just type in contemplation in the search bar uh, above and then it should bring up the episode right there. But all in all, you guys, if I had to say, how do we create heaven on earth? Well, I would just sum it up by saying that it starts at an individual level. The individual answers their higher purpose, their higher calling, and that infiltrates the community and the community infiltrates the globe. And when that happens, we'll move from one giant system with one ruler. Okay, so there's a couple more than one, but it seems like there's one ruler, somebody who's ruling down on the rest of the population. And instead, we'll be creating a ton of little systems that are working together for a higher purpose, aka synarchy over hierarchy. And uh, that, I believe, is what's going to ultimately create heaven on earth. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode. And if you did, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star written review so that more people can find this show. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. I will talk to you on the next one. Hey, Cody here with a quick message. If you're ready to step up to that next level, but you're not really wanting to do it alone and you feel like you need a little bit of guidance, definitely reach out to me about my one-on-one mentorship program. It's designed to help you awaken your fullest potential, step into your mastery and lead a life of sovereignty. If this sounds good to you, just send me a message on Facebook, Instagram, or email me at Cody at CodyAnnSmith.com. Thank you.